When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 324 of Optimal Living Advice with me, your host, Greg Audino. This is the show where I take your questions, uh, questions about various life struggles, and offer professional support and guidance as best I can. We have a question today sent in from a concerned new parent. She's thinking way down the road and seems to be keenly aware of just how much influence she has over her son and how to wield that power in such a way that ensures that her son grows up to be as happy and as healthy as possible. It's a good mom alert. Let's check this question out as we optimize your life. My son, my firstborn, is now almost a year old. My husband and I have found a good rhythm as parents, the logistics we have down to a T. And honestly, we never struggled very mightily with this, which was a nice surprise. Instead. Something else has proven to be challenging, for me anyway. Something unexpected. I just can't release all this pent-up worry and anxiety about who my son will become. How do I parent him in a way that really helps him be the best person that he can be? This is what keeps me up at night more than the crying ever did. I feel like each day is filled with a million chances to sink or swim when it comes to creating an emotionally healthy adult man. And it'll be that way for some time. It's very exhausting to think about all of the ways that this can go wrong and all of the things that I can do that might harm him in ways that I don't understand. Okay, great question asker. Thank you so much for sending it in and also for being such a devout parent. I get the feeling that uh, if I am ever to become a parent myself, that I will have the exact same thing going through my mind. So maybe this is good for both of us. This is a pretty timely question too. It reminds me of an article I was just reading the other day, actually, and it was basically centered around the author's differentiation between who she has turned into versus who she would have turned into had she grown up under safer circumstances, and you can consider emotional or physical safety. Now, I thought it was a really interesting idea, and it was definitely great for offering some self-reflection for any reader who might want to get in touch with their truest selves if they feel as though they were, you know, I guess, deprived of that or cheated of that in their developmental years. But the article is in my head now because I don't think there's any reason for parents to not use such an idea to their advantage when raising kids of their own, like you are. So I wonder if you find that idea to be helpful, like a helpful North Star for you, Asker. What can you do at every turn to create a safe environment for your son? And then I suppose a question like that would be predicated by the question of how you define safety, right? So here we go, here we go. (laughs) Safety for your son as well as safety for yourself. See, even though it's not easy to consistently implement safety every single day in every single scenario, it's not so hard to think about what it might look like. So for me, and probably for many, You know, it would be some combination of always turning towards them, giving them space, giving them understanding, 
being patient with them and helping them to work through their feelings, whatever those feelings may be, um, instilling a sense of open-mindedness, being developed and confident enough in my own feelings so as not uh, to you know make them feel responsible for my feelings. All of this while still being aware of boundaries that I've set and enforcing them kindly, yet providing objective discipline when those boundaries have been crossed. But there's more to consider, you know, as we navigate the thoughts of short-term safety versus long-term safety. How much discipline is enough? How much adversity do we want to expose them to so that we feel more confident in their ability to cope and, you know, generate safety for themselves later on? How strict do we want to be with the rules? so they'll get more comfortable with rules and order as adults. You know, safety, which for all intents and purposes today is the key concept when it comes to parenting your child in the best version uh, or into the best version of himself that he can be, that's a word that could be interpreted and thus provided and parented in countless ways. And if your main focus right now is providing your version of safety, then like I said, you first need to define it for yourself. But Another thing to remember is that your child will learn about safety from watching you, not just hearing about it from you. So, while I can tell that you have a lot of passion right now about raising your son to be the best he can be, as you put it, just as it'll be important to show him kindness and understanding when he fails, it means it's also going to be important to extend the same acceptance to yourself, the same courtesy to yourself. In other words, you're obviously going to make mistakes. You are going to make him feel unsafe sometimes. You are going to let your temper get the better of you sometimes, and he is going to grow up with some baggage. And then he'll start school, or he'll see the wrong thing out there in the world, and he'll be exposed to countless other stimuli that will affect who he grows into, and you will be co-parenting not just with your husband, but with the rest of the world, and whatever it decides to throw at him. This happens to all of us, and what's most important for both your health as a parent, and his health, is that you allow this. Not holding either of you to impossible standards and letting the both of you feel pain sometimes. No one has a flawless parenting streak. Instead, try for just getting back on the horse, taking responsibility for your mistakes, learning from them, and showcasing all of that for your son. You've got enough on your plate already as a parent. You don't need to add a a new obsession that's impossible to silence. Okay, and thanks so much to the asker for sending this question in. Definitely a great one, as they all are, and I think one that many of us could use. I certainly could, parent or not, because, you know, the truth is that many of us are on the brink of demanding too much of ourselves, right? We all have something, at least one thing in our lives that we're trying to build into the best that it can be, and a blueprint that we see fit to make that happen. So can we follow the blueprint as best we can, yet learn to be detached from it enough that the world doesn't come crumbling down when we mess up? Towing that line between acceptance and improvement is what we often come back to, and it's important work, and here it is again. Now, if you have a question that you are struggling with, something in your life that isn't feeling right and you would like a second opinion, you can email me with whatever's on your mind. Email me at advice at oldpodcast.com, advice at oldpodcast.com. Don't be shy. I would be happy to hear from you, and your questions are always welcome. 
Aside from that, it's time to wrap up another installment of OLA, folks. Thanks a lot for joining, and I'll talk to you again next time, where your optimal life awaits.